Welcome back to That's Kinda Wavy. We're your hosts. I'm Chasel. I'm Jill. And I'm Nikki. What's up, y'all? How's your week? How's life been? I know we've taken a very brief hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fine. <laughs> I uh went to Denver. That's why we part of the reason we had to take some time. I drove ended up being it's supposed to be like 14 hours it ended up being like 16 hours because we kept stopping for the girls 17 hours uh with my sister and her kids so it was exhausting but i mean i like being out in colorado so that was nice and yeah <laughs> it was fine i mean it was good good times how many but days were you out for so i flew there tuesday my flight was at 5 15 in the morning um, so I flew out on Tuesday, like butt crack of dawn, and then I slept during the day while they were at school and then went and got them from school. And that was like fun. Like they had their teachers were like, Oh, are you Nikki? Like they had been talking about Aww. me all day, and one of them like drew a picture for me at school, and they were like, Aww, They've been so they're so excited to see you. Yeah. Um, and so then on Wednesday, we like went on that hike and then we did like the glamping thing and then um on thursday we got on the road and i got home on friday so four days right yeah and then i went to chris's lake house the next morning at 8 a.m oh my god next morning jesus <laughs> yeah so that's why i had a meltdown friday night but it's fine <laughs> vacation rallying is like the worst type of fucking rallying yeah I know. how about you jill um, well, <laughs> my life the past month has been what our topic of this episode is, Hell so yeah. I'll I'll save my <laughs> my feelings, but um, Chasel just came to visit me, so that was fun. Yay. It was so fun. I'm so glad yeah. we did that. Yeah, and that, that also is related to our episode topic yes. today. <laughs> yes, of course it is. It was Stranger Things. It was a Stranger Things themed vacation <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> pretty much how about you Shaysel? um i'm feeling good today uh and i think it's because i'm starting to work out again so i went to orange theory today and naturally that's boosting my mood a little bit uh, i've been feeling super depressed but i'm getting better i quit my job last week so yeah oh yeah I'm gonna have time to be myself again <laughs> so that's life right now but the majority of and I'm so happy I was already obsessed with Stranger Things like the past month well like past like two months I guess when, since when volume one came out but now that I'm out of work I can fully dedicate my mental capacities well at least a big portion of my mental capacities to my obsession <laughs> and I fucking love it because now finally my entire YouTube page is just all Stranger Things related and I just could not be happier with all the content <laughs> so yes which is our topic for the day we still have episodes that we want to continue in our uh, pedophilia and Hollywood series that we have going on however this is a very very special occasion because Stranger Things is a huge cultural phenomenon of course and we want to talk about it immediately because we're obsessed and also because we want to talk about it while it's as culturally relevant as possible given that everyone moves on from everything from one week to the next <laughs> so here True. we are um and we're super excited to talk about it because this show is fucking amazing and this season was fucking amazing yeah yeah Nikki actually just got done watching it right before this so it's very fresh in her brain yeah yeah i will say i enjoyed it but i definitely I'm not as into it as the two of you are. 
<laughs> I will just put that out there for the listeners and for you guys. It wasn't bad, um, but it it started happening. I felt like it had a lot of the same tropes that superhero movies have that I can't get into. If that I makes see. sense, I see, and that's where my like. But we can like dive more. Oh yeah, into I want to talk about that because I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before this season, I mean, I always thought it was a good show. I was never like obsessed but then season four came out and i was like i i know objectively that it's not well i i do think that episode one of volume one is one of the best episodes of television period i know that the season isn't i I know that the show isn't one of the best television shows ever made if we're talking like critically although i personally think it's one of them but because i know that like breaking bad and stuff for example is like you know what people consider critically claimed rightfully so but I didn't feel that way necessarily about this show until season four. And then season four to me just became like, holy fucking shit. And it makes sense because like what f- I didn't see it myself as superhero but I see that I kind of can anticipate the tropes that you're talking about when we, whenever we discuss them. And I think I liked that it had it was so grand and epic, which was so reminiscent for me of the MCU, which I love the MCU. Yeah, that's one thing I was like thinking about. Yeah, was like. Oh, I see why Shaysel likes these parts. So I love me some epic shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, major spoilers ahead. Evidently, yeah. we're talking all the spoilers this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in an ideal world, we could talk about the entirety of the show, but that's not possible. I'm sure we'll go over some things, but there are some amazing podcasts out there that talk about solo stranger things, like um, streaming things, which Jill and I have both listened to. That's really good. I think they do other episodes on other stuff too when when Stranger Things isn't in season, I guess, but they have some really cool episode breakdowns and they're really funny. But we will be talking about just our overall impression and I guess the majority of the content will be regarding this season and like if we talk about throwback stuff, it's more because it's related to this season and what's coming next in season five, which is the last season, unfortunately. But yes, um, I don't know where to start. I know. There's so much. Nikki, I feel like you should go first because you should. I yeah. Okay. Um. So. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it, and it definitely like the ending like made me emotional. Um. I think again, one thing I like. I thought it was cheap as fuck that like L can all of a sudden make people live again. That's one thing that makes me mad. Like that's why I like that's the type of like superhero trope where it's like I knew they wouldn't let Max die. But by giving Elle literally the power to like give somebody life like that to me, I don't like when they do that kind of thing because then it's like where do her powers end then? Like I think like it then makes her like omnipotent. Yeah. Yeah. And like I just think that that like um, like cheapens cheapens it to an extent like just because it's like like I said it's like cheating like it's like like I feel like it they like change the rules of the universe yeah so that Max didn't die yeah when they could have if they didn't want Max to die they could have figured something out that would have still been in the realm of Elle's power like Elle's established powers because that like came out of fucking left field like all the stuff like with one being sent away like that all was like new stuff and like showing the depth of her powers but it was still like in the same ballpark it was just like oh it's even 
bigger than we thought but like her like literally bringing somebody to life i was like i don't know i didn't like i mean obviously i'm happy max didn't die but that's another thing how i was saying like that was very superhero movie where i was like they're they're not gonna max isn't gonna die like they're not gonna kill max and so that's one thing like i don't know i see what you mean that's my that's my lasting impression because that was the last episode so that was like yeah obviously but overall i did enjoy it um i I don't know. I did enjoy it. I had a hard time getting into it the first few episodes. And then Joe was saying like the middle four-ish, like four, five, six, seven were better. And I agree. And then the last two, like I did enjoy, but yeah, I don't want to like shit on it. No, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, you can share your opinion on it. I'm not yeah. trying to shit. I'm not trying to shit on it. It's more of just like the way it's done like the whole scene where it was like a five minute montage of the different ways of them almost dying so like hopper's getting attacked by the demodog and then matt the three of them are getting choked in the house and then max is like almost dying yeah and lucas is getting punched and it's like five minutes long of that and it's like okay you know i know in slow lucas motion is gonna fight back. yeah you know lucas is gonna fight back you know joyce is gonna come get that demodog off of it you know those three aren't gonna die like let's get the ball rolling okay like i get their building suspense but you can make that like a 30 second like oh what's gonna happen it didn't happen but we all knew it wasn't gonna happen so like that's so that's the type of stuff where like when that starts happening i'm like okay and then i when they when vecna went out of the house and they get down there and he wasn't there i like laughed because i was like classic (laughs) like i was like they because that's like that's like freddie yeah, or that's I mean, like they Jason. Did, they did that it's supposed to be like Michael Myers. Yeah. Okay, good. Because I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember which one I, I listened, I've listened to so many interviews. I can't remember which one I listened to specifically, but I know that they they definitely alluded to Nightmare on Elm Street a lot with like, in, I can't remember the actor's name, but like having the guy who played Freddie play Victor. Um, Robert England. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Him. And I know that I can't remember the exact video, but they, I, and I pecked it up like when I was watching it, but there were like a lot of specifically Halloween references, even when Elle was like, um, well, the, the Michael Myers mask. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. Overt. Yeah. Right. And yeah. doing the thing with the helicopter, which I have things to say about that because I really liked that. Um, God, I wish I remembered. Maybe it was, it was on streaming things. It was the podcast that was talking about this actually. Um, they were talking about how even the way that she was kind of like turning her head, in that moment was like oh a very, yeah well, oh, how, they, they mentioned how that. vecna did that yeah yeah, yeah that's who you're right yeah i noticed vecna do that because i was like that's such a like yeah villain thing right to be like, classic like, yeah it's classic my prey or, right getting yeah. an angle on your face right it's like, yeah but yeah that's my like I don't know. Again, that's like my, I just watched the last episode. So I feel like most of my comments were like on the last episode, but that's, I mean, that's like, those were the longest ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I won't say, I think I'll give an overall impression at the end of the episode, because as we talk more, I can have a more succinct one, but I'm glad that we started with you, Nikki, because now I can, now, now I have an idea of like how to structure this kind of, at least what I want to say. Um, well, part of it, because specifically the max thing, so actually, I learned in this interview, which I know, Joel, you just watched this video too, uh, that so well, actually, let me let me preface it with this. I think this this is really cool. So in the other seasons, which is the case for most television shows, 
and I knew this, but I didn't realize that it was like kind of like the status quo. They have some scripts ready. Like in this case, they explain that they, typically they have three to four scripts written. They start shooting and then they keep writing as they're going, even though, of course, any good show does have a general idea of where the story is going. It can change as the actual filming is happening because they had the extra time because of COVID where there were like six months where they couldn't do absolutely any type of shooting or anything. They had the time to actually fully write the season and they had the time to also write season five. And I realized, I think that's why, I think that's part of the reason why this season did so well, aside from just having an insane amount of money, clearly to be able to do all these special effects. I think it's because they had the time to like fully write everything, everything out. And if they wanted to add some things later, they did. So they had the story and if they needed some background to make it make sense, like they specifically mentioned with Eddie how like one of the writers thought of the idea which we'll definitely talk about this at length the him and the scene with like the most metal concert ever which it fucking was Mm -hmm. (laughs) um that scene one of the writers wrote it because he was like super into metal and whatever and he also wanted to write he was into metal in the 80s and he wanted to write a character that also represented what most metal heads were like because we saw the side of billy that billy was like he wasn't necessarily a metalhead, but he was like rock and like bad boy and whatever. When like realistically, a lot of metalheads were also into things like Dungeons and Dragons and nerdy and like obviously not evil. <laughs> not that Billy yeah. was evil, but like he was violent and aggressive. Um, but yeah, so they talked about how they had written that in. They had written his death in too ahead of time. And they wanted to go back and make the metal scenes make sense. So then they added that little story with like, Oh, he's in a band when he was talking to Chrissy and whatever. So I like that they were able to have like the actual like skeleton framing of the story kind of, and then add in the fluff that would make the story make more sense. Obviously there were some like little plot holes here and there, but I think they did a really good job of connecting a lot of things, which I really appreciated with actually Jill, do you have anything to say about that specifically? Cause I want to talk about Max. I want to talk about something that Nikki said about Max. I guess like um, specifically something if it's related to what I just said or, you know, anything you want to add about that in particular, just in case I don't want to like move out of the Max thing. um, No, I think you covered like most of what they said. I will say the metal thing. I was like, God, I love metal music. Like I knew I liked metal because like I just love like I love the guitar, but I was watching. I'm like, I love metal music. I've been listening to metal because of that. I've listened to two. I've listened to the Black Album, Metallica's Black Album, because mm. of that. And I listened, and I I didn't finish this one because I fell asleep on the plane. But I started listening to whatever their other one is that has the that has the song. He was fuck. It's fuck. just it's Master of Puppets. Okay, yes, Master of Puppets. I'm like, how the fuck? Yeah. Yes, I started listening to that one. Wait, okay, so someone told me that that album came out 15 days before like when the season takes place so he would have had two weeks to learn that in the show but well <laughs> it was literally well this is me being nitpicky but the way he was like you can tell he doesn't play guitar no he was playing well, he, he didn't was he? He yeah the solo. He, he didn't play he just didn't play the solo okay. then. That so was too the fast. solo was what i was watching i was like yeah he, he, he played like, his kids. Kids. So, like yeah, i don't know yeah, if he really plays now but like yeah. he said he I mean, that song doesn't seem too hard except for the solo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because then the solo is when they're showing him. Like right. the solo is like when like the they're like zooming hand. in like epic. <laughs> and I was like, do it when it's like the build up, and then you could like see that he is playing. But whatever. Yeah. That whole scene was chaotic. But yeah. I know. I do wish. I do wish. Like I, I like that in general. I do like that the show connects so many things 
I like especially because they were in different locations. I know that some people didn't like that. I liked the connection. And at the same time for that specific scene, like I really, I, I do understand that. I guess it would have been a little long. Some people would, I would have loved it. Some people would have not liked just like watching him play it the entire song through or like the, yeah. the cut song that he, that they created for that. But I wanted to see more of him directly playing that moment, yeah, not same. just like clips of him interwoven. Yeah. I know. I think they probably didn't realize how much people were going to love Eddie. And I think yeah. if they had known, they would have given it more time to him. And like, I, I think, I feel like, I'm just. I was just gonna say. I feel like the the love for Eddie and like Joe Joseph Quinn as a person right now is like scaring me. Like the it's level of too. obsession that people have with him, oh, and now really? the, all the thing with Doja and Noah. And now I'm seeing Twitter articles like, "Who is Joseph Quinn, the star at the center of their feud of Doja and Noah Schnapp's feud?" What? I'm like, why are we? Like why are like, we making like, that the story happening? about him? <laughs> I feel like I he probably like, doesn't even he know what's like going literally on. Literally, what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, and also people found him. his address. People found like his Spotify and all this shit. And I'm just like, I need people Leave to chill. Alone. It scares me. Yeah, it scares me too. Like, I mean, obviously, I get it. Even though, like, yeah, I mean, I get it. <laughs> right? It's like obviously, I get it. Like. Eddie, I'm literally I wearing my love Eddie. Club literally, shirt I right want now. one too. Just, I saw it. I'm like, fuck. Which I love that you're wearing that right now. Um, I love Eddie so much, and like, I understand. Like, and I'm so fucking devastated, which I know we'll get to. But I, I like, it's cr- I, okay. The obsession makes sense. It's just crazy because I haven't seen like the. It's almost like mass hysteria that I'm seeing about Joe Curie specific. Not Joe Curie, Joe Quinn specifically. Um. Like, literally, I know it's not the same because this one has history behind it, but, like, it's similar to, like, K-pop. I'm, like, I, I feel like it's that level of... I feel that, yeah. It's that level yeah, of, like, like... blind devotion, basically. Yes, yes, a blind devotion, yeah. And it and it's, like, crazy because I get it. Eddie's fucking amazing. But I'm, like, But also, what? like, he's, like, also, like, a real human. He's like, also a real yeah. human. You need to, like, respect him as a literal human being. And I know. I think, like, that's where, when stuff... That's like what Jill's talking about. Is like when it gets scary is when it's like, right? Okay, you can like be obsessed. Like my phone background is Markiplier. Okay, I'm not judging people <laughs> for being obsessed, but like, also I would never find like look for yeah. his address. Like, like I'm sure if I really, really wanted to, I love. could find it. But like, what? The- yeah, like that's what I'm thinking. Like- if you love them, like that's what I don't understand. Like if if you like care about them that much, which you sir, I know that personal relationships like whatever but i think that there can be like even though it's different a real type of love in parasol relationships too even if it's different however mm-hmm. or in that case like i don't understand if, if you like love them that much how do you not like respect them as like a human being even yeah. if you idealize them and like want them to be this character and can't realize that like that person is not their character regardless like if, even even if Eddie Munson himself was real, like if you love that character that much, like you wouldn't like essentially harass him like this. Like yeah. it's just fucked. Yeah, Poor yeah, Joe. I feel bad for him. Yeah, that's probably right. why he like. I feel like I haven't like. I mean, again, I'm not on social media that often, but I feel like I like don't see him interacting yeah. with like situations, and right. I feel like he just already started he wasn't an really Instagram online. like for Stranger Things. Yeah, and I feel like this is <clears throat> now going to make him be like. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Gotta stay no, offline. Thank you. Like, I'm not gonna join that. I know. <laughs> like, it's like y'all, you, y'all realize you're ruining any chance you have of even breathing the same air as him by being yeah. fucking psychotic. Like right. This. Like, what do you? What are you trying to achieve? He's gonna it's fall ridiculous. in love with you. 
Right. Yeah, like, like that. He's not going to doing that. <laughs> yeah, by showing up to his fucking house like a fucking yeah. creep. Yeah. Um. Wait. Okay. Anyways, back to Max. Yes. Um. Okay. I have a lot to say about that scene, and something specifically that I, I wanted to bring up. Well, there's a lot I want to say about that scene, but something that they talked about in the that same video we watched jill which what was it called again so people know um it was like stranger things volume two unlocked with unlocked it with felicia Felicia day Day. yeah yeah who's Um, felicia day she she, was in supernatural for like a couple episodes and then they killed her i know violently a 10 year old show (laughs) yeah violently it was like i remember my friend from high school who was so who is and was so fucking smart at that age too she was like and she loved supernatural too we were obsessed and she was like it's really she could have written a whole thing piece on like how like they violently would murder women on there yeah even though i love to introduce a cool female character yeah classic they would violently Right, and not and not just not like respectfully kill them, like yeah, yeah. Like, fucked. They're like, let's live out our fucked up fantasies. Yeah, the show that we're writing, basically. basically. <laughs> but with Max, so apparently, they had written, they had written that she was gonna, that she was gonna die. Wait, yes, okay. They had they had written that she was gonna die, but then when they had the chance to write season five as they were like shooting and everything or maybe before they started shooting because they had so much time they then brought in the coma idea because what they wanted for season five brought that in i have things to say about the over part 11 part two which i'll get to after but specifically regarding max oh my god like and i guess i I mean i would have noticed it regardless but i especially noticed it after listening to streaming things and them talking about it so much sadie sink's performance is like amazing i think that she's one of the best actors on the show yeah. oh yeah well it she was proved when that she's this like, season for sure when she's like crying saying like i'm so scared i want to die yet i was like geez i was like you're not going to it's okay don't cry like they're not gonna kill you off that was like it I was mean, really I, good i know that was i'll get the fucking emotions behind that see i like, i don't want to i think I was going to text you about this show, but then we we're talking about today. So I waited. I Watching it the second time this like Friday, it was already so fucking hard watching it last week. Watching it this time was horrible. I mean, it was so good, but it was the pain that I felt in that like a terribly devastating scene with her and Eddie happening like at the same time, basically. Yeah. I think like in terms of like in like movies and TV shows, I've the only thing that came close to that was uh in spider-man no way home that was like a scene when something happens which i talked to jill about but i don't know if you're ever going to watch it nikki like not I'm no not. shade just okay, realistically yeah. okay so <laughs> okay so uh, spoilers for people who haven't seen it if you want to if you wanted to see it and you haven't seen it you should have fucking seen it already so if any listeners <laughs> wanted to see it um aunt may dies which typically typically like it's uncle ben in the comics and in all the previous spider-man movies in this case aunt may dies which actually I have something specific to say about that regarding Eddie because of the way they died was uh, the way they went about the death was kind of similar in some ways. Anyways, um, the only time that I think I cried that hard in a movie or TV show was when that happened. And watching the second time, I w- usually like when I'm sobbing, watching something, I-, I try it so hard to hide it. So I try like to like minimize my breathing because even though like people can feel if I'm crying, I just don't want to make it obvious. And yeah. this time it was like Shelby and I were both like audibly like gasping for air. <laughs> oh it was so fucking devastating. Um, and especially because 
Shelly was watching it for the first time and seeing her surprise. And I was like, anguish. <laughs> it felt like I was experiencing it again for the first time, which in a way is good. But yes, I, the Max thing, I, I like that. Like I sincerely, I still was like, I can't believe they're doing this, but I, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a show get that close to like making it seem like someone actually died and is killing someone that I've seen and then brought them back. I like genuinely believe they already did it with Hopper. Oh yeah. No, but that wasn't, that wasn't like, Oh, he like, you couldn't see his bot like that. That to me wasn't like, I feel like I I didn't think he actually died. They also like had confirmed he was in the next season. So I'm like, okay, you guys fucked that. Yeah. But they like confirmed it. Like people did think he died when the first episode, like that episode first came out. I didn't think he died. And, and the clip at the end, like I certainly didn't think that because I thought, Right. No, right. I, right. I'm just I'm just saying like that. I think the Max thing was different because like the Hopper thing was like your classic it was your classic. Like, yeah, if you don't see the body. Then he didn't die. Yeah. And yeah. like they're bringing him back with Max, given that they made it. Like, I thought they were possibly going to get away with it. And when her like legs started cracking and everything, if it was just one and they paused, it'd be like whatever. But when it was three of her limbs that had been cracked and she fell to the ground, I knew that she wasn't like fully dead because he didn't like fully commit the thing. But then when she was like saying all those things, then she stopped responding. I was like, obviously, there's always a possibility that they were going to bring her back. And I thought of that. But like, it really it did enough to make me believe, oh, my God, they went there and then they brought her back. Um, But they went there enough where I'm like, you made me believe it for a second, which like (laughs) I, I respect. I respect that. I yeah. At that point. When the limbs were cracking, I thought it was going to be they're going to crack all her limbs. And so that it's like, oh, she got really, really hurt. Um, but she didn't die. Like I thought that that's how they were gonna like make it so it was like still realistic. Not everybody gets away unscathed, but they weren't gonna kill her. And then, oh my god, this is gonna sound so cold hearted, but <laughs> when she was like almost dead, I was thinking, I'm like, I'm gonna be very pleasantly surprised if they kill her. Not because I want <laughs> her to die, but because like I like I would have been like damn respect. Like because to me, yeah. The I think cojones that's like, <laughs> it yeah, takes like, to do oh, that. One thing I really have been enjoying about anime is that they give no fucks. They <laughs> just kill who the fuck ever. They kill people's favorite characters They because it's like realistic along the story. Yeah. And that's one thing I'm realizing I really enjoy in movies. And that's one thing why I have a hard time getting into superhero stuff because it's not even if superheroes were real, like they wouldn't win every time. You know, and so that's I know like Infinity War and stuff like that, like people did die, but just in general. And so that's when I was watching out. I, I was thinking I was like, they might do it. I didn't think they would, but I was like, I would have been very pleasantly surprised if they did, because I would have been like, that was ballsy to, like to do that. To commit like, to that. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, you can keep going. I. I, I I definitely I, I agree with that. I think like it would have been it would have been like, damn, they went there and they committed to it. And I and I think I would have respected that too. And at the same time, my level of like, fuck, I want them to live is like I'll suspend disbelief <laughs> this time. Yeah. <laughs> but and Jill and I have talked about this. Um, I wish a lot of people have talked about that they like keep Max isn't at this point a new character. But she also wasn't in season one. Um, and they definitely keep pushing off killing someone for that's been on the main cast from like the beginning. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know if they will. I don't think they will. I feel like they will. Next I think season, they will. For sure. I think they I th- will next season. At least a couple. At least people. at least I literally I think at least one. Yeah. And it's going to be really sad. I will like, be very, I'll be have, very pleasant. I, I think I don't think they're going to kill I don't think they're going to kill one of the kids. I think they'll kill like Jonathan. Yeah, I think they would kill one of the older kids. Yeah. Like to me or so multiple. I know he's been there since the beginning people are attached to him, but I don't think they're going to kill one of the like core 5. Also, wait, this is a quick side note. I was like this season is serving it. With the way oh, like he's yeah. living under a well, thing and it's like a group of five. Yeah. The house, living under the house. house is I like, like so similar. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's giving it. So that's why I thought of it with like the core five because that's like, you know. Right. Yeah. Because how he it. makes them have like those like waking nightmares basically and you can make you see your yeah. worst fear basically. <laughs> yeah. And then they can like only like get him to co- like defeat him when they like join forces. Right. With friendship with love, and love. And love. <laughs> I'm like shout out but i don't think they're gonna kill i think if they do kill somebody oh uh, i think it's gonna be jonathan because i think that that's somebody they could do it where it'll be like sad but people won't like literally light cars on fire <laughs> like i think if they killed like steve i feel like they will i feel like they're gonna kill him and it's gonna be like a gut-wrenching emotional scene i'm really afraid okay. they will and i hope that they don't i feel like I he's really- gonna sacrifice himself for nancy that's yeah, and I, I really, I, I thought that that's what I originally thought, and I'm just like trying my best to pretend like I never thought that because I like can't, can't I can't handle through. that, right? Because I We're also not manifesting. Yeah, really. <laughs> just, just, just yesterday, I was thinking of like, okay, what are some other ideas for who they might kill? And I also had just thought of Jonathan, and then I was like, fuck, but like since. Since his death, like it would still be sad, of course, but it would be he's not like the most loved of the characters, so it wouldn't like hit as hard. And like I think that they might try to hit really hard this season because yeah. they haven't all series. I I yeah. which is what Avengers did. Which could could be true. I also wonder though if now that they see the reaction to Eddie, yeah, then they might reel it in. <laughs> Well, because they already like, have oh. it written, they're like they're probably yeah, they not gonna change it. That's but true. Yeah, at depends least on how much they, they filmed. I think I, it depends how much they filmed. Right. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think they'll do this, but like because it, in in one way it would make sense, in another way it would just be like super fucked up. I don't think it's realistic. Like like twenty percent of me thinks it's possible, but that's it. I could see a world and where they kill Eleven. I don't think that's I was going to say. I think that that would be the most realistic. I, I think, think like the if they want to go, they'll like if they want to go. Yeah, like the ultimate sacrifice. You know, yeah, floor it, balls to the wall. <laughs> like if they're going to go the killing route, like go the killing route and kill Eleven because that's like yeah. that would be like she needs. Well, it, so they they had like, her story planned out like from the beginning. So uh, okay. like. They know what was going to happen to her, like, from the start. So I yeah. feel like maybe she will. Yeah. yeah, if they've known from the start. Yeah. But it's like, they nobody thinks from the start, we're going to make sure she survives the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. From the start, we're going to kill her at the end. Babies after and have yeah. a nice little married Mary. life. We're going to have a baby named 12. <laughs> well. <laughs> 11 and a half. <laughs> um, but, yeah, because I feel like, like you're saying, like Steve sacrificing himself for Nancy, it's like that's the 
That's the pussy version then. If we're going to go the sacrifice <laughs> and killing them, just have Olaven okay, sacrifice girl. herself for humanity. You know, right. I cry see. over a sacrifice. Yeah. I see what you yeah. mean. Like, I, I could see them. Commit. Right. I see what you mean. I, I could see them, like, killing Steve because he's so fucking beloved and because, and because, like, of his not he hasn't had like a tragic love story necessarily but because he's the one that like wants nancy so bad but like you know and has like changed so much and whatever and him also being like the ultimate hero or some shit but i really hope it's not the case i can see the 11 thing also in like a full circle way of even though that was not her fault in the way of like she started this she's ending it um since she like did open the thing to the upside down um, yeah, true. And like, can I mention a spoiler? Which I think everyone knows this one. Just, but just in case, can I mention a spoiler to Endgame that I also think relates to this? Yeah, sure. Do you do you guys know that Iron Man dies? Yeah, you told me that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, Iron Man. Yeah. So Iron Man dies, and he's he didn't. He's the he one who like he like pixelates away, right? No, no. So that was in Infinity War. He that? never did. That was that was Infinity no. War when when Thanos snapped his fingers and everyone, and he tried killing half the population of the universe. They Sp- pixelate away. Yeah, Spider Man does. Spider Man does. Um, mm. that was really sad. Spider Man does. What? Yeah, literally. They said bye. <laughs> they said bye. Um, it's like Spider Man does. What do you say? Flaked away. It's true. Like how Voldemort like flaked it was away. Ashy. Um. And I guess in in, in Stranger Things as well, like in in season one and with the, and with Henry, I guess. Wait, no, not Henry. Yeah, one Henry. Yeah, yeah, but his I was trying to think his of, real name is Henry. Right, I was trying to think of like in Eleven's world, it was one. Oh, uh, yeah. when when one also like disintegrates like that, that was also similar. But with Iron Man, even though he didn't like you know make Thanos come to life. It he did like start the MCU and he like ended it. So I can see Eleven having some sort of like similar trajectory. Not that they're basing it off of that, but like I that is just I don't know well, a general theme. That's what I was saying about like the superhero like yeah. tropes and not even like tropes and like I think like tropes like when you say that it has a negative connotation, you know, like oh classic trope but it's yeah but it's like truly like there's a reason those tropes exist and there's a reason like that that storytelling is successful um and i think you could still like recognize a trope is like i enjoy certain tropes like i love i love me a good enemies to lovers trope love it that's (laughs) my favorite fucking thing (laughs) um you know so like i think you could still enjoy tropes but so that's how i was saying like i this season I saw a lot of superhero tropes yeah. because of the way of like the storytelling was done and like good versus evil. Cause that is, you know, what this boils down to is like goodness and like light and love and friendship versus evil and destruction, which is like superhero stuff. Agreed. That's it's And it's interesting. Cause the thing you said specifically about the good versus evil and stuff like that. And them tr- like just kind of getting into them getting more into that territory they did mention like the duffer brothers said that something that they're getting into in season five because i think valicia day asked them like so like is vecna you know like i can't remember the way she phrased it but either like you know pure evil is does he does he have some good in him and they said like they didn't say if he is or isn't good but they're definitely getting into it in season five yeah which will be interesting yeah I, i think it's interesting that you bring up like the good and evil part because i feel like a lot of this show is talking about how everyone is both and we all have yeah. both inside of us and it's about like i don't know coming to terms with 
realizing which one you want to decide for yourself that you want to seek out. Yeah, no, and but it's still like that's still then an internal good versus evil and like follow the love, follow the friendship. Like you could like don't get sucked into the negatives. Like yeah. when Max is like being killed by Vecna, like or the first time, um, you know, like she's seeing only the negative thoughts. It's like, no, go to the love and the light. So it's still like that's more of what I mean of like good versus evil, not like there's like the good team and the bad team or like the good guys and the bad guys. I mean, there is a bad guy, but like just the concepts of like, yeah, love versus negativity yeah which like is good like no i like that and like it did like make me emotional speaking of there was something i was gonna say specifically about (laughs) jill's face is like hmm (laughs) wait can i talk about my favorite parts of the season oh yeah 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 yeah. okay um overall impressions definitely loved this season there was a lot going on um and i'm on my third rewatch and i feel like there's still parts that i'm like wait <laughs> i did not realize Same. they said that um but favorite parts of the season episode four is like iconic agree i feel like every scene in that i was obsessed with like there's so many scenes that are like the good quiet moments between characters and then also like intense emotional like amazing acting what happens in episode four? Can you give like a quick? That's um, basically that's the episode where Vecna gets Max for the first time, and mm. that's, that okay, has the yeah. running up that hill. Yeah, sequence. yeah. That that's what I was like. That shit. That did make me emotional. Like, yeah. Plus, like that the just friends. the whole part leading up to that, like with Robin and Nancy and the I library. Know. That's one of my favorite scenes. Like, I love that. I love them together, and I love. When they go to the, like, I don't even remember what it's called in the show. Like, the asylum or whatever to see Victor Creel. That whole part where they're, like, talking to the professor or doctor guy. And Robin, like, pops the fuck off. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. I love her. (laughs) That made me, like, I've always, like, liked Robin. But I've never, like, you know, she hasn't been in my top few characters. And that made me be, like. I love Robin. Like that was right. badass. Right. Um. Wait. Okay. I wrote down the shootout scene. Well, I can't even remember what that is right now. Oh, that was that the oh, shootout oh, scene in episode one in of California. In California. Oh, that scene. The first yeah. one. The when that the army guys yeah, show no. up at their house. I love that scene too. That was very found foot. The way I was watching it, I was like, we switched like filming styles, which I liked. Yeah. Like it turned very like it, found it, footage. Like, me, like, like the cameraman was vibes. running from the bullets too it was <laughs> right. like yeah true though it, it was like Tarantino it was like vibes, almost too. like kingsman vibes kind of yeah oh my god yes that was exactly yeah. how it was shot like i see what you're saying about the found footage and i see it in a found footage kingsman type of way just like the tracking following the, tracking, them through the whole yeah. thing yeah. Yeah. yeah where and it's like all one shot yeah yes. most part which Definitely. again is like yeah. the found footage they're not like changing angles right i loved that scene that, just so many parts of that episode i'm like so good. I forgot that was that episode. Yeah. And so, okay, so Nikki was able to watch the show all at the same time, whereas Shaysel and I, like, waited the month between both volumes. And I feel like that amount of time to wait is, like, part of the reason why, first of all, people are so pissed about Eddie. 
which like same but also i feel like it kind of like set people up for some disappointment in the last two episodes because people had so much time to like make their own theories that's true and to like fall in love with other people's theories and really start believing in those and like i don't know i'm like i kind of fell victim to that too so then when things when they actually did end up killing eddie i'm like come on i really thought that they wouldn't like go for the low-hanging fruit like yeah like there's there was the trope of them setting up him being a runner and not being heroic and literally from episode one yeah and i'm like okay we all know where this is going but like i'm choosing not to believe it because let's not do that for it was so overt (laughs) that i'm like I was going to say, that was another thing with the one on the wrist, where it was like, (laughs) this is one, in case you missed it, how he's like, I'm not going to run this time, and then it has the, like, flash memories of, I didn't know what to do, so I I ran. I'm like, like, stop shoving it down our throat. I'm like, I get it. I get what he's, he's redeeming himself. And then as he's dying, he's like, I didn't run. They're like... (laughs) fucking morons you didn't run this time it's like okay 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 we're like yeah you're a hero we get we get it (laughs) you had to sacrifice yourself for like honestly no reason he's for no reason sacrifice himself (laughs) do you know what i'm quoting no what is that (laughs) harry potter when um they're playing wizard's chess (laughs) and He's going to sacrifice No, there must be another way. You want to get the stone from Snape or not? <laughs> you just did the whole scene. Yeah. He's going to sacrifice class- himself. He's going to sacrifice himself. <laughs> no, you can't. The most British yelling of all time. That was me watching Eddie running into the baths. <laughs> no, you can't. There must be another way. That was literally them. That know, was that Dustin. Was yeah, I was say that was Dustin. Also, okay, so one thing I'm really mad about besides Eddie's death is the whole two days later. Like, <laughs> I can't believe I forgot to mention that. Two days later. <laughs> literally, I was like, we just dropped the cinematography down like seven levels. I know. I'm like, what do there. you mean two days later? And it was in like Ariel Bold. Like it was Ariel in, Bold. Like put it in the Stranger Things font or something. <laughs> You're going to do this. Yeah. So yeah, I'm hoping was, that they did that for a reason and they're like going to I think they're going to do flashbacks. Yeah. Because like previously how, on. How did they get out? How did they get out of there? Did they jump? Did they put well, a new sheet through? Did what did they do? And I'm also Or did could they just well, walk I guess, out? I guess we did like, like the same see world. Eddie die, but that's another thing where I'm like, well, we didn't actually see Eddie die. I know, because I'm like, and what happens when you die days. in the upside down? Yeah. So that's another thing where I'm like, I actually don't know. I would not be surprised if they brought Eddie back. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they killed him because he isn't like, yeah. I knew for sure Max wasn't going to die Eddie. I'm like, but I'm also like, if he comes back, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'll be like, not surprised. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I won't complain. Like I did. He did grow on me in the beginning. I was kind of like, he's a lot. <laughs> but by the, the end, he grew he's me. intense. The cafeteria scene when I first saw him, I was like, yeah. I, mean, I, I liked what he said for, but I was also like, for was me, like, I was like okay like chill well, it was like kind of cringy 
like edge lord. It was it was definitely yeah. it, it was and it was also so high intensity that I'm like you need to chill. <laughs> you yeah. need to chill. I know. But then he immediately grew on me, of course. But see, yeah. that's a scene where I'm like they set him up literally from his first scene that he confronts shit like that. I, that not that no. he's a runner. Yeah, yeah. where he confront like the that that guy Jason, the fucking basketball guy, yells at him like, "You need, you want something, freak?" And he's he does that, the like double horns. So I'm yeah. like, okay, is he a runner or does he confront people and not give a fuck? I don't yeah, understand. Like, sorry that he ran from seeing someone fucking levitating and yeah. like getting their eyes burst out. <laughs> Who the fuck wouldn't? Well, that's one thing I was thinking too when he's like running from the swarm of demon bats, and yeah. he's like, "No more running." I'm like, nobody's gonna. This is a time you can yeah. run. You're not right. leaving somebody to die. You you can still cause the distraction and run and they're going to chase you and you could live and you're that's okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Jill, I know you're giving your overview, but can I add my Addy comments right now? Yeah. Okay. I like that scene was so frustrating to me because he like first of all, like exactly everything you guys said about like they were beating you over the head with that shit. Like, he runs, he runs. I have never seen someone like that is basically the only backstory we get of him. So I it's know like, you have this character who, with that he little backstory, been on track at that point. <laughs> true, true, literally true, true. He's a with, track star. <laughs> with that little backstory, you still get that the fan, fan the fans of the fans, <laughs> the fans, <laughs> the, the fans of the phantom. <laughs> Fonzie bear. <laughs> you get the fans to love him that much with like having because he was such a complex character, even though even though in the writing they gave him so little to work with in some ways, like yeah. because they didn't give him enough backstory. Like even fucking Bob, I felt like had more of a backstory. What he the fuck is Bob? He was in season two. He was like the other he, I mean it, it's Sean no Aston. No one was as hurt by that, but that was Winona writers Joyce's oh, Joyce, boyfriend. Joyce's boyfriend season two. He got killed by the uh, demo dogs. Mm. See, right, and, see, right when he was about that. to survive. This is why I'm like, I swear, I know I watched the first three seasons, but like at one point, Elle had a flashback to like her mom on the beach or something. I was like, no, that was, that was um, Billy's, Billy's mom. mom. That was season three. <laughs> I, I'm like, did I watch this? Like, I know I did. Billy getting speared through the heart, like that flashback that came yeah. back seven thousand times. I, know. I was like, Billy. I was like, that <laughs> rings a bell. Like, I knew Billy. Actually, didn't remember Billy died until it's stuff started. Like people were talking about it. I was like, "Oh yeah!" Like she's I just like emo. I know I watched it. I know I watched it, but did I? Like I'm like I don't remember any of this shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry. Keep going. That's okay. Yeah. Um, with Eddie. Fuck. Oh, with Bob, for example. Jill and I talked at length about this right after we watched it. With Bob, for example, at least. Which actually, I'll just say my 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 biggest qualm with this Eddie thing. What was so fucking frustrating is that it was so meaningless. Like it it did not have any like <laughs> direct effect. Yeah. What? I just um. This is a spoiler of a Stephen of the Stand. Can I say it? Are ever going to read a big spoiler? Show? I do want to. Is it the yes. one that's like pandemic related? I'm sorry, yeah. don't. I, I wish okay. I could hear it. But Jill, do you know what I'm thinking though? Because we kind of talked about it when you finished it. I think so. Yeah. I can't remember specifically, but I can tell out of the, like, it must relate to the group at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. yeah. 
the end. I just like, <laughs> yeah, the meaning, that's kind of why I was like, he can just keep running then. Like, it's like, if you're going to make him die because the bats are coming, make it like he and Dustin were getting chased and he, they exactly. were both running and he died to that, du- he stopped exactly. so that they yeah. Dustin could right. live. Like, like even exactly. that would have been If better. it's some zhuzh. Exactly. Like, if it was either directly saving Dustin or if the devil, I know that Eddie didn't know this, but if it was either like um, making sure that Dustin survived or like if he knew that like if the devil bats were actually going to kill like, you know, Steve, Nancy and Robin and stuff. But that like wasn't going to happen. Like he already they already took the time that they needed to distract the bats. You know, like yeah. it was it was always going to be that amount of time and then they were supposed to be safe in the trailer, which like obviously they weren't. But like it was always gonna be that amount of time. You didn't they accounted for that on the other end of the plan. So it's not like you needed to keep them distracted. And if you would have just climbed back up, it's not like you were trying to lure them away from like going into the real world, really, as far as I know, because that was also never like I said, I guess I'm That's something I was thinking now. too. I was like, wait, now that? they're in the R V and you guys are going up. Yeah, through the butthole. Like, why are we <laughs> not taping that shut? Yeah, I guess. Like, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Now that I'm thinking about it, I guess they didn't recognize. I, I guess since they didn't anticipate, I, I'm literally realizing this now. Since they didn't anticipate that the bats would even get into the thing, they didn't anticipate that leaving the upside down would there would be a risk of them coming back up. So I wonder. I honestly don't think this was. I think it's still meaningless. I would feel like there'd be at least a little bit more meaning if it was that he was preventing them from like going back up. But that like wasn't even. They should the have case. expressed. They should have expressed right. that exactly. So it's like if that if that was the case, and if it was intentional, it'd be so minimally intentional, or it's unintentional. What also him cutting the rope. I know. I fucking like what I, if I, fuck I just, everyone else. It, <laughs> no, like, <laughs> like, yeah, wait, like, I didn't even think about that. Literally, like, like okay, Nancy's like all right, trapped. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll die, bitch. None of us are running. <laughs> felt like I think the reason we all found it annoying is like as we're talking about it, it felt like such a like display of like machoism and like masculinity. And that's true. And he's not that type of character that's yeah. true that's definitely so it's 100%. like why is he all of a sudden like for valor and like you know literally like, he, like for the like thor. you know like it's like don't run away literally he becomes valorant thor and like, <laughs> and like Shout but, um, out. you know i think that that's why it bothered me because it was like I get the whole thing like oh it's out of character because like we're saying like it's like he used to run now he doesn't but it was so out of character because the reason he stopped running was just so he could prove to himself that he wasn't like a scaredy cat it's like he wouldn't care about yeah. that like he right? he would be like I'm st-, like it makes sense that he's embarrassed that he's like that but in that moment he would have like stuck to the plan and like yeah dealt with the shame to make sure everybody was safe as opposed to like ignore what the plan was to risk his life to prove something to himself that's like a very masculine thing right yeah and yeah. Comp- do you have- wait sorry jill were you gonna say something no okay um comparing it to the aunt may scene with spider-man which i mean they did it well then but like in spider-man when that scene happened so basically like i mean this villain they had villains there and like they were helping them get better because they were all like fucked up in some way and one of them goes rogue the worst one of all but also the best spider-man villain as a result um anyways like one (laughs) true true 
true classic (laughs) um but then like aunt may's in danger like he throws an explosive and like aunt may's like which aunt may had never been in direct danger uh blah blah blah, whatever she's like on the ground and like peter or spider-man in this case at that moment is like helping her up and you can tell she's like you know she was hit she's a little like has like a scratch on her forehead like must have a concussion or something and she's you know like limping a little bit and they're like she's kind of joking like well it just happened whatever and you think that they're getting away with it. It's at least like two and a half minutes of this. And then, <laughs> and then she's like, she's like kind of like falling a little bit, not fully, but a little. And she, he's like, well, well, are you okay? And then he touches her somewhere else to hold her up. And he sees that there's blood on his hand. Cause she's bleeding. And yeah. Yeah. Classic. Another and, classic. Yeah. And then she's like, I just need a, she said, I just need a break. I just need to catch my breath. And then she like falls yeah and it's famous like, last words baby you know i know and that and that's how i felt i mean this scene was even more infuriating because there were multiple steps of this but that's how i felt yeah. in this moment there were so many moments like these were all the moments where i thought he was gonna like survive one or initially with the expectation of like it's too obvious for them to actually kill him so that was jill i know we talked about too and like with that anticipation and in, in mind with like having time between volume one and volume two and really thinking about it so that's number one number two when he like cuts the rope, which I already knew, like obviously it's always like the person that's like last to go up or leaving a a, a bad situation where it's like they you might know. stay. Yeah. yeah. So that was a risk. And obviously when he cuts it, we're like, okay, here we fucking go. And then he's like running away, but he doesn't die right away. He's on the bike and like they're prolonging that. Yeah. So I, I still thought maybe. And then fuck, I'm I'm forgetting one moment. Oh, and that and then they come and they're like, fuck, he's gonna die. And they knock him off the bike, but he stands but up just and, like and they, all, they all go through him. So I thought it would be like almost like a a comedic moment kind of where he's like, ah, whatever. And then it's like they all just yeah. go through and he's yeah. like, what? And he's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Literally. So I'm like, okay, again. But then like more shit is happening. And then he starts getting like bit like bitten by them and whatever. And then like dust. Oh, and no, and then Dustin's coming. So I think okay, maybe Dustin. Like this is like different than what you would expect because Dustin's not coming. He could like subvert this expectation in some way of him dying by like saving the day, anyways. Or they fight them together, and no one, and neither of them, they might get hurt but not killed. But no, then Dustin like gets here, and Eddie is like dying, and it's like why? So, like, let's make Dustin like break his leg and haul so that he can hold Eddie as <laughs> Eddie dies. It's like uh, I don't the know trauma. Yeah, literally, they're like Dustin hasn't had enough trauma yet. Well, Let's, they, they did say um, in this interview, the unlocked interview, they said that that's this is gonna like be a defining moment well, for Dustin for the like for season five. Well, literally, as I was saying that, I was like, well, I mean, he has seen people die, but not like somebody he's really close yeah, to. Like, not I think yeah, hold them in their arms. He even said die. that the actor that doesn't play, he literally said that this was like different. Like seeing someone directly die like that and somebody cared about so much is like different yeah. than like what they had experienced before. They were like, we need some more uh, like character development with Dustin. So let's <laughs> kill off this side character. So. But I think that's a good point too of how you're saying it's obvious. Like they, yeah, they were like, somebody has to die in this like fight. Like, somebody has to die and yeah they chose why do i i keep thinking billy Eddie. i keep wanting to call I know, him billy both, both of their names end with a y yeah but um all yeah, the names Eddie. should end with a y willie <laughs> dusty Stevie. 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 nancy oh, nancy yeah, robbie. Nancy already does. <laughs> robbie 
What's Who else is there? Jonathan E. <laughs> Johnny. Johnny, you're right. Oh, Johnny. Joycey. <laughs> I Marie already Marie also is <laughs> Oh true. <Wow. Marie. laughs> Hopper. Hoppery. Maybe there's Hoppy. there's a hidden Hoppy. meaning in this. Joycey. Like Everyone whose name ends with a Y or IE is dying. dying. Next <gasps> Janie. But that also brings up a point. What <laughs> the fuck happened to Murray? Dimitri, where did he go? I know. Where's my boyfriend? <laughs> Upon rewatch, I still don't know what happened. He and Murray should after. be dating now. True. Upon rewatch, I didn't notice this before that they were both in the helicopter getting them. So at least like yeah. there, there was some connection because I thought that they were just like gone after that. I'm like, who even flew the helicopter? But I remembered. Well, yeah, yeah, Yuri was flying it. Marie was yeah, Yuri, with them. He right. had the flamethrower. Right, but Dimitri was, yeah, you're right. Marie was a flamethrower. Yuri was like- and Dimitri, yeah. Right, but still, we don't know more. And I really hope that we, like, I don't know if we are going to know more. Unless, unless if they, they continue this Russia plotline, yeah, yeah. Then I can see, like, them. They have to at least, like, talk to Dimitri one more time. I really liked his character. Yeah. yeah. And Murray. I, I really like. I love too. Murray. I yeah. love Murray. He's fucking funny. I- in the previous seasons, I kind of just thought, like, I didn't really have an opinion out of him. Like, I didn't dislike him, but I didn't, like, like him. And this season, I'm like, wow, I he's up there. I, I love really him. like him. <laughs> you know, he's, he's like, he's job. one of my favorites. Yeah. Like, and a lot of, like, like the podcasts that, like, Jill and I have listened to, like, they, they definitely talk about Murray a lot, too. Like, he is, like, a really good, like, he's really good at playing that role. And, and I guess, like, someone met him one time, and, like, he's literally not even that different in real life, like, in a good way. <laughs> I, I believe that. video that. of him dancing. Oh my god! Like I haven't stra- seen the, that. The stage of the Stranger Things. I, I have not seen, seen that. that. Oh my god! I'll find it and send it to you guys. Yes, it's please funny. do. Um, there are some things I like really want to address. Um, I know that we have very limited time right now. Um, yeah. Wait. So, what do you have going on today? I have. My, I'm getting my. I'm getting. I was going to be at two, but my hairstylist asked me to come at one thirty, and I said yes yesterday because I thought it'd be fine. But uh, what's it called? I'm getting extensions done fun yeah i'm excited so, yeah, I, I remember now you tell me yes yes i'm getting extensions Those um, all good thank you i'm excited they're not gonna be that as long as like i've had eye blonde ones but intentionally i want them to be long but like more volume so yeah but um i'll, I'll try i'll limit i wanted to say so much more because i could talk about this forever um i want to definitely touch on i want to touch on will and I want to touch on men- the mental health in this show. So I know we haven't talked about the Will scenes yet. I really, 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 really liked those scenes. Like, I fucking I, loved those scenes. When Jonathan was like, you can tell me anything. There's nothing going to change. And it was like, I was so happy that Will also, like, clearly knew what he was talking about. Because I feel like yeah. sometimes when they do that, where it's like, oh, unspoken, the person that's receiving the like think you can talk to me anything like else. yeah but yeah. i was happy that he the way he like cried and stuff jonathan's like i'll save you from millie don't worry like i'll protect <laughs> literally she's like we won't let her drive we yeah. <laughs> when we pick her up she's not driving yeah i promise you she will not be behind the wheel <laughs> well, like, okay okay I know the way he like emphasized like i can't remember exactly what he said but like when he was had such a saying like there's nothing like like that will ever change yeah oh, he's like you. you're besides like anything yeah he's like you're my brother and i love you no matter what there's nothing um that you could say or like do that would ever change that or something yeah like i was like oh. ally <laughs> that for real 
That was beautiful. And I also really liked Will in the car with Mike. Mike just being a fucking dipshit. But (laughs) even though I never disliked him before, Mike in the earlier seasons, I think, was so impressive. Like upon rewatch, seeing him as a child actor in season one and season two, and especially season one, like he honestly was carrying a lot of like the child actors during that time. Yeah. That was so impressive. I was like, how are they directing a child to do this? And how is he executing it so well? But in this season, he was a fucking, I, I don't hate him. Like some people hate him. I don't hate him. But he was a dim one. I think he was a dunce. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He was, he was, he was so, out like, to lunch. Literally. <laughs> he must have been contact high. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, was like, wasn't Jonathan supposed to be the high one? And yeah. I feel like the whole time he's like, his mouth. Literally. <laughs> always have their mouths open. <laughs> I literally always have my mouth open, but that's all like with um, what's her thing? Chrissy. I was like, Chrissy's fucking mouth. She's like, she's like this. Close your mouth, bitch. <laughs> Close your mouth, teeth. Bitch. Teeth open. You're like she's scared of like she's anything. And she's right. right. But yeah, like in the <laughs> season, <laughs> even like the model catching flies. <laughs> It's just such a like boomer thing to say. Like it's so annoying. Close your mouth. Cat- what are you catching flies? <laughs> you. They always have a rude ass saying for like those casual things. They really do though. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, his 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 yeah. Well yeah, Will amazing. Mike, his little monologue. Oh. The writing could not have been worse. Fight, fight, <laughs> fight. It's the heart. The heart. Mike, you're so sexy. Don't let her die. Like, Eleven, like, you're, you're so too sexy, sexy to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't kill yourself. You're too <laughs> sexy to die. <laughs> oh, um. So I actually surprisingly made it without any spoilers. Hell yeah. Except, except one thing. That the drawing from Will was for Mike. Oh, yeah. Which isn't really anything. I know who spoiled it. it. You know who spoiled it? Me. Shaysel. Oh. Really? Oh, my God. You know, I think you you did text me right after you said that. that I texted you right after I said that Will was gay. I said, I said, well, I said after Will came out or something. I said, said, well, Will's (laughs) out. And I texted Jill. I was like, fuck. <laughs> Will came out and then I didn't, know about and the I didn't think thing. much about it, but then your second text was I said, said not well, I said, actually, but <laughs> right. But when did I say that painting thing? It was um or maybe it wasn't that, that it was the painting, it was that he had a crush on Fuck. Mike. I like Fuck. you said that he came out and it was like I extrapolated. Fuck. I truly but you could tell in volume one about right? it. Okay, thank you. I'm not upset about it at all. I'm saying I'm it to you because right after like, I said it, I, I, yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm not. usually so good about that. And I was like, Fuck. I know. That's also why I was very surprised. I was like, you're usually very good. That's also why I'm not upset because it's not like you like. First of all, it wasn't classic actually, like, a huge plot line. <laughs> and second of all, like, I think that's also why even when you like said it, and I was like, oh, that's definitely a spoiler. I wasn't upset because like you would not slip anything actually important. Thank you. Well, thank you. I, so, do apologize. So I, was like, I was like, oh no, it's fine. 
in the first i literally tweeted this um and i deleted it because i'm like i couldn't tell this would be offensive and i was high when i tweeted it it was it was like a month ago i was something like there is not a fucking straight bone in will's body or some shit because <laughs> that motherfucker is gay <laughs> he was they're all curved <laughs> he's got some curvy ass bones <laughs> <laughs> he's got vecna arms yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um oh, that was one thing that was which creature was it that vecna was drawn and shit it was the spider thing oh the mind flare that? that was the mind flare okay yeah oh, is no, that the one that killed billy the spider connection yeah yeah so that's why i was showing him will. my little black widows yes I'm not and then really he's sure. like wait giant because- monster. it looks like the cloverfield monster the one, the monster at the end of season three. I don't know. Like that's not the smoky mind flare. Right. They they thought that it was the mind flare like taking over when it was like actually Vecna. So I think I was he, gonna say. I feel like isn't the mind flare we now realize was Vecna the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm really sorry, guys. I like have to go. If you guys have things to add, please add them now. And also, I had a lot I wanted to say about the mental health aspect because there's a lot of like in my opinion, over metaphors, and I found there are studies on it, but I realize it doesn't need to be a full episode necessarily, but there's a psychology of uh, Stranger Things book that's coming out in February of next year, written by a clinical psychologist about the implications of trauma and everything in this story that I really want to talk about, because I think that they handle the, I think that in I think that they handle a symbolic portrayal of mental health and depression and trauma very, very well. That's what I was going to, as you were saying, you wanted to ask i was gonna ask what you thought because like to me i like thought they did like it was pretty accurate and stuff but obviously like you know more and so i'm like happy to hear that they did a good job you know like from somebody who knows more about it you know well thank you yeah no i like the trauma thing that in itself i think they handled i just think that they had a really good overall in the show they have really good metaphor for depression specifically and i think in this season they had a really good metaphor for trauma and shame trauma and guilt in the show i think vecna was this is and this goes larger than this which is why i want to read the book and i want there are studies out that people with like phds have written about this too oh vecna like in a way can symbolize i mean either ptsd or depression but if we're talking about depression the greatest like all emotions have a purpose but shame and all of my years of being in therapy and learning from like a clinical perspective there is no emotion or experience that exists that's more detrimental than shame there's nothing but guilt can have benefits shame has no benefit it is just darkness and in the way that like they tackled trauma and the guilt that the, those people experienced like I survival think that, guilt yes yeah, survivor um, guilt and also the, the guilt that max experienced thinking that she like kind of wanted him to die um wanted billy to die so like i think that that i can't think of the right direct word the, I can't think of the direct word. It's not metaphor. It's something else. But it was like Vecna was depression and PTSD or whatever. The guilt that he fed on, which is what depression and PTSD can feed on, yeah. is the guilt they faced. And then the real life example being depression, PTSD, and shame. Yeah. I can see it. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't like pick up. Now, when you say that, I'm like, oh, duh. Like that. I totally see that. Before I saw I'm the metaphor, I didn't think about it more. No, I mean, before I saw the metaphor, I. I, I was I always thought I always thought like, oh this could be seen as that which is cool but then with this season I'm like I think it's like I don't think it's the point of the story but I think it's it's a purposeful thing especially with yeah. them with mental health being more outward in this with the trauma even though it was obviously yeah. showed differently 
but yeah do you guys have things I don't want to like cut you guys off if you guys have things you want to add you can I'll just need to like put pants on and stuff in the meantime (laughs) (laughs) I love taking my pants off for the podcast Get nothing. Get That's on. what she's no doing pants. when she said she's getting set up. <laughs> I'm taking off my pants. It's the only way I can think. <laughs> my Carly shit. That's my Carly Literally. right there. Then you wear a shirt that says like, "These are my thinking pants." You're a new Nickelodeon writer. Oh my god. I mean, I did like it. I know I was being. I have like critiques of it, but I did enjoy it. Like it is. Oh, very well done. I definitely had a lot more critiques about the last two episodes because, especially because of that in between time, like, like where is yeah. the things I wanted to happen? <laughs> You're like, um, can I speak to the manager? Yeah, literally. I was told for brothers, I will be calling you. Yeah, I was told by myself and my imagination that, <laughs> or Eddie would survive. I almost said Billy again. There is also a theory. Um, I said he will yesterday. Yeah, I honestly don't know if he will. Now that I watched the interview, but like it's an actual like, it's not like a made up fan. I mean, it is made up fan theory, but I'm like it would actually make sense. With like it's, it's like a D&D substance to it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a D&D another D and D related um like character. Right, like it would it would be like oh. if they chose to do that, it would be the perfect way to suspend disbelief. Honestly, so it's about this character named Cass that's like a vampire. Cass is a vampire who's like Vecna's right hand person because throwback to the first episode um, when they're doing the the game the the D&D yeah. game um, and Eddie's like it's Vecna and Mike is like no Vecna was killed by Cass Cass uh. is like uh, his story is kind of like he worked as Vecna's right hand man as a vampire I don't even really know what he was doing. He's like his general, basically. And like mm. eventually he he would kill people using this sword that like traps souls or something. And eventually oh, okay. the souls like started telling him to like fight back against Vecna. And so he ends uh, up killing Vecna. So, so people think that people so people are trying to correlate like the demo bats and like him dying in the upside down as to like maybe because they didn't show what happens after and that two days later yeah. times so were like maybe Vecna like claimed his body and like uses him as a as kind of how he did with Billy to like be a vessel or whatever to do his oh, bidding. Oh, and then much. he'll and then like by the end of season five he'll like turn around. Yeah, and like I'm like the I guess bats could be related to being a vampire. <laughs> But True. I'm like, now we're gonna have vampires in the in Stranger Things universe. <laughs> I know, like, like, I don't oh, know about that. Which I guess they're never out. like, so like completely spot on with the D and D characters. But yeah, that yeah. seems like a stretch a little bit. <laughs> I think that that's like they would. I don't think that they have that planned. And I think if they got like enough pressure to bring Eddie back, they would have to do something like that, yeah. where he like comes back as like. A vessel for Vecna or like the way Will was where he was like kind of possessed you know yeah, like he was like filleted. in his head a little bit yeah yeah <laughs> he gets filleted <laughs> um yeah I don't know yeah I'm like I want to believe that but at the same time like I feel like I can't because oh oh my god do you hear these this- texts I hope that no. you can't hear it okay no um this is last question what did you think about the l getting the power to heal max thing oh i personally thought 
I didn't necessarily I think it's like coming out of <laughs> left field. To me, it's it wasn't necessarily that she's like reviving her, like doing necromancy. To me, it was well, like maybe she like is acting as like a what is it the like electrifying pads like i feel like she like kind of like electro started her heart or something because she has the power to like manipulate electricity yeah so that's what that's how i was imagining it and i don't i feel like I I, i feel like they were showing throughout like that whole episode that her powers are like getting stronger and stronger now that she like unlocked that memory again and like yeah. maybe she doesn't even know the full extent of her powers and neither do we you know like we don't yeah. know what Vecna can do and he can do a whole bunch of shit so who knows yeah no the well like I said like to me it's more of like I get they can like it's their story they can give her any power she wants but I think at a certain point then they get like OP yeah where it's like too much too much power for yeah. it to be like an enjoyable story plus like um, but the I think the electricity uh, yeah. like uh charge start the heart that make that makes sense to me that would make sense to me. yeah plus like i i see what you're saying because like her powers are originally like telekinetic like that type of yeah. stuff so like to be able to revive someone is not is like it's like going into witchcraft more so than like, <laughs> that's, telekinetic that's using like, parts of your brain you know yeah like <laughs> i, I get it, like we, yeah go ahead yeah and um, then I'll- this isn't a spoiler if you don't know the context of anything. I won't say character names or anything, but in Umbrella Academy, at some point in the show, someone needs to give someone CPR. Um, and when they're giving them CPR, they kind of like breathe their powers into that person. And that person like would have died without that. It's a little different. They would have died without that. And then they end up having powers. My theory like is siphoning that, a little bit. Yeah. My theory yeah. is that Max is still going to be blind for sure maybe i don't know if she's gonna be able to walk i don't know but definitely blind i can see her having some type of psychic power after this i think yeah i think she's for sure gonna be blind i but i don't think eleven's powers would have saved her the way like the way that she got like max got killed i don't think her powers would have saved her so i don't know if giving max some of her powers would have like brought her back to life does that make sense? I see what you mean. That definitely that would be the. But I guess like it's like giving her a life blade. force. Yeah. Right, yeah. Kind of yeah. Life force. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just. Yeah. Yeah. Like I get like it's basically like okay, let's say Pokemon evolution. <laughs> like the Pokemon, like you could it gets more and more powerful, but it stays like in the same Pokemon type. So like Pikachu becomes Raichu, and he has like more shit going on and stronger stuff, but he's still like an electric Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I think that's like my point with Al, where it's like, okay, yeah, she was like telekinesis and like could move shit and like use her mind for stuff, and then now she's like a firebender because they can do like a, they can do redirect lightning and shit, you know. So it's like it just feels like sh- it like switched, yeah, genre yeah, of power, yeah, and that's why it was like. Okay, wait. So then, could she just is she the avatar? Like she can do everything? Because that I think changes the story. Because I think the whole point is that she can only do so much, and that's why she needs the friends to like support her. True. Yeah. So. I Plus, agree. back in season two, they made it seem like when they went to go visit her sister. I don't know if you remember that part, Nikki, where they visited. Uh, Who's sister? Um, eight, elevens. Who? She's not like her. Yeah legitimate yeah, yeah. sister like she's just one of the, the other kids from the experiment Wait, so how did eight not die that 
she escaped just, before she escaped before one yeah. flipped out okay yeah she escaped before that um but they made it seem like every child had their own special power because hers was like she could make like manipulate people into seeing things that she wanted them to see which 11 oh, yeah. we haven't seen her be able to do that and they made it seem like Elle's secret power was being able to like go into the like in between world and like find where people are in their mind or in her mind yeah but I'm pretty sure that like Vecna can do that and he can clearly do eight's power by making people like manipulate reality to see to make people see things that aren't there yeah. so I'm like maybe they all have every one of those powers but they just aren't able to like unlock them until like maybe that's what Brenner his goal was trying to get yeah trying to do right yeah. was to like unlock all their powers and have them be able to control them yeah without using it for evil okay guys I need to go okay I, I wish we could have talked about Dr. Brenner because <laughs> you say about him <laughs> That scene where he was, I mean, this is the qu- quick, quick little thing. Um, that scene where he died, which also was kind of funny how he kept just flipping over and still being alive, like a fucking cartoon. Like, <gasps> I can't I'm imagine still he's alive. still alive. <laughs> I I imagine he's still alive. And then that no, because fucking- the, the military people were there. I'm like, what if they're like, oh, we just scooped him up and saved Can him? You again? imagine they better have fucking ended that storyline. He becomes and- like the Terminator, like oh he's like a cyborg. He's a cyborg, yeah. <laughs> the scene where he's spinning around, um, it looks like he's li- like <laughs> for like a minute straight. I know. It looks like he literally is- like I want. I want a video of him being flushed down a toilet of that. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, well, thank you all for listening. Um, I would actually love to hear what people think about Stranger Things as well. So definitely comment on our posts and let us know because we can post things on Instagram and Twitter, which y'all should follow. And you can listen to us on any any listening, podcast listening platform. Um, I would say most people use Apple Music and Spot or Apple Podcasts and Spotify, which we are also on along with a list of other ones. Um <laughs> But yeah, please follow us. Um, We post every other Tuesday. We took a little hiatus because we had a lot going on, but we are not going anywhere. And yeah. Bye. Bye.